Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. On this week's episode, we discuss the Prince Memorial at Paisley Park, Prince's divorce documents being released, new artist Yash, Andy Allo's show at Hotel Cafe, Bruno Mars Vegas residency, Adele singing at the Super Bowl, Justin Timberlake, and more. And now, the nastier you get, the funkier he got, Dr. Funkenberry. It's funky Eda as usual. What's going on, everyone? Hope you're doing great. Sorry we missed a week. That's because of me. <laughs> Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so as soon as it downloads, as soon as we have it up and ready, you guys get it. Make sure to subscribe on Stitcher. Thank you so much for supporting us right now. Uh, because of my sickness, of what was going on with my little bit of my diabetes and digestive issues, we don't need to get to that. What we're going to do is get to something funky, something cool that just shows who I am, and that's a fighter. And here's Fighter by the one and only Andy Allo on the Dr. Funk Podcast. Uh. Fighter by Andy Allo on her Hello EP, which I finally was able to get on vinyl last week at her show for Hotel Cafe. We're going to be talking about that later. What's up, Chris? What's up, Doc? Are you ha- as happy to see me as gymnasts are to see Zach Efron? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's possible. <laughs> I, I think so. I think yeah. so. We, <laughs> full disclosure, we've got the Olympics on in the background. It was during the song we were watching, and uh, it was just funny to see 
Zach Efron with the uh, the gymnasts, and they were really happy to see him. I'm jealous of the way his body looks, man. I want to be that age again and just be cut like that. It makes <laughs> life a lot easier. Anyway, um, <laughs> the Olympics, the U.S. team is kind of kicking tail. Basketball team had a lot of close games, but uh, that's what's going on in the world today. What's wrong with the world today? Just so much going on. Real quick shout out. Usually people do this at the end of the show, but the nightly show got canceled, which was the only black show on television. I watched it, but it only had like 739,000 people watching it on the average nightly when Colbert report before it left, before he left, had 1.7 million. It just kind of sucks because it was so close to the election and they don't get to finish it off. I mean, a few months away, whatever, but... You know, they would tackle a lot of serious issues, including the cop shootings that we've had with the whole Black Lives Matter. The problem is, is I think that there's just been so many shootings and then you're constantly hitting people over the head with the shootings with Black Lives Matter and other stuff. And you're trying to make it funny and it just kind of like, wait, didn't they discuss this? Like, because sometimes I would like DVR it and then watch back three weeks old episodes and then there'd be another shooting that happened during that time. And it'd be like, wait, that's... It just, you would get all discombobulated and all messed up. But maybe now it'll help out uh, The Daily Show. But I also think another thing is I think it helps out Colbert because he's getting political on his own show. Now you don't have The Nightly Show kind of competing for ratings who may have been watching the same shows. But um, another black host gone from late night TV, the wayside of Arsenio. But what it is what do? it is. No, well, you could do a lot. Yeah, it's just one of those things, but it's just going to keep going on. Now, let's get to a few fun things before we have to get the serious stuff about the divorce papers of Prince Manuela and then the memorial that took place at Paisley Park this weekend. This is a newer memorial. This one's in August, not the one that took place uh, in late April after his passing. So this was this was the friends and family one. That's their kind of labeling it, right? Was it really friends and family? Yeah, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to go into too much detail of that. My main thing is, is that the fans still don't have one and not going to go anything. I know that some people are upset. I know for some people that went there, there was closure. And I think that's what the fans kind of want. Well, yeah, the fans are upset because they need it. We still haven't had an opportunity for that closure. So, and then you have the concert in October, which we'll get into in a moment. But um, which is a concert? Just, yeah, it's not a memorial. It's not a tribute. Okay, it's a tribute, but it's just going to be a concert. It's not going to feel like a tribute. I don't think. You know, aside from the twins and Maite and uh, Prontourage, so to speak, it was all different people that didn't attend the LA Memorial, which I thought was pretty classy. Yeah. Back, well, sh- I saw Shelby was there. Rashida. Uh, not Rashida, I'm sorry. Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Anthony Anderson. Yep. Princess. was interesting because in early April, Anthony was uh, reaching out to me through Afshin and through Afshin Shahidi, which is one of Prince's photographers. Was he there photographer. too? Yes. But the connection with Afshin and Anthony Anderson is that their daughter, Yari Shahidi, Afshin's daughter, is on Blackish. So they reached out. That's right. She's the older daughter. Anthony, right? Yeah. Anthony still thought that Prince was kind of in LA and kind of mm-hmm. wanted him to visit the blackish set. And I put him in touch with a uh, Kirk Johnson, um, a few weeks, uh, beginning of April basically, mm-hmm. but ah. they didn't know that he wasn't in town, but they weren't exactly telling me what they want at the time. So I just kind of like threw it to Kirk for Kirk to handle it. Cause then that way Prince can know what's going on and who's trying to reach him. Wouldn't have been cool to see Prince on Blackish. That'd have been cool. I mean, not that that was what they were trying to do. They just wanted to get him to go to the set, right? But it would yeah, have been cool. Perhaps in one time, who knows what could have happened. But now it's could have, would have, should have, right. or if. But back to the memorial stuff. Look, you know, and I know more has been made about uh, the gift bag, I guess, that was given out at the memorial. And there's been a lot of people complaining about it. And the same time you were complaining about the necklace and the hoodie. But then the next breath to me, it's like, I hope I can purchase that. 
Right. Yeah. So I Who's going to be the first fan to, to buy right. that gift bag from somebody that was there? Well, what if they sold at the concert in October, the necklaces and the hoodies? So it's possibly, so I'm not going to get into the whole gift bag controversy because at the same time that people complain about, there are also the same ones, you know, Hey, I'd like to get that. So that there's no point bringing it up. It's just going to, it's going to rub people the wrong way. We brought it up obviously to talk, to not, you know, say that, Hey, it didn't exist or whatever, but I know that's a sore subject for a lot of people. From what I saw though, it seemed like, well, I, I only saw what was posted on Facebook. It was kind of neat to see the twins and Shelby singing get on the bus. That was kind of neat outside of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of neat to see everyone coming together. You know, he brings everyone together. Right. So. But like I said, the fans need something for themselves. So Absolutely. It's great. You know, but <laughs> let's move on to something else that took place on a, August 4th of all days. You know, I am thinking what I was day was that? Chilling. What day so was that? Thursday. Was there anything special about that day, Doc? President Obama's birthday, my uh, birthday. Oh, hey. So. What, what else happened? <laughs> I didn't get a break from posting. Like, um, I saw, like, an article coming up of Manuela in court in Minnesota to block the divorce documents from being published. And then, like, I contacted somebody who was there and they're like we just left the courthouse the hell i go yeah there's already a photo and an article here you go um you know it just they you know and we're gonna go into it because there's been a ruling since then but august 4th she was trying to block it from being released along with bremer trust y'all these people are like oh you know like the estate's wanting it to find out who ran the estate or whatever. No, nope, that nope. has nothing to do with it. Bremer Trust is with them, with her, trying to block it from being out. And the lawyer, uh, uh, Lita Walker, is the lawyer for the Star Tribune. The Star Tribune, not the court, not, not the, Bremer Trust. Not the cops. Not the cops. Not any investigators. Not Hennepin County Sheriff's Department. It's the Star Tribune who is on trying to unlock these documents. And, um, you know, Manuel is saying it's a privacy issue for herself and her former husband, Prince. And Lita is saying that um, Prince's privacy died when he died on April 21st. Youch. That yeah. is some cold-hearted stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and look, look, it's got nothing to do with his will. It's got nothing to do with the estate and what's happening and the money that's being owed that they have to sell these properties. It has nothing to do with it. Um, it's his hometown newspaper. Hometown. It isn't TMZ. It isn't the Enquirer. It isn't the Star. It's the Star Tribune. It isn't the Sun. Just for you guys overseas that to understand what we're dealing with with these tabloids. It's a freaking local newspaper doing this. And then Judge Thomas Frazier, on August 4th, he didn't rule on the request, but he did take it under advisement. You know, and Manuela Testolini, you know, she was in contact with the camp before he passed. She wanted to be known that because of her inspiration, you know, that she was in charge of Love for and Other Charities back in the day. Yep. Did a lot of charitable work for Prince, you know. I don't think she was there at the time, like, but, you know, he donated money for Hurricane Katrina with the SST. Mm-hmm. Um, single and there's there's so many other things that she did and that the money would be donated to that she ran it so you know without she wouldn't have had her own per, a perfect world organization so because of that inspiration she contacted Prince before his passing and I know that because they contacted me to get the message through them it's December January okay that you know she wanted to build a school for him now it's multiple schools that they're doing and this was it, like, you know, um, that with Prince's guidance to put her in charge of love for other charities, it would in, in a perfect world would not even exist. So they've already built 23 schools and have helped over 30,000 under, underprivileged kids in eight different countries. It's pretty awesome. Wow. That is, that's um, pretty significant. That's not nothing for sure. No. And then Tessalini's attorney was arguing that the unsealing divorce documents would mean divorce documents would mean a continued and renewed interest in her. And she's been 
pretty private. As much as she's married yeah. to Eric Benet, she's not a celebrity in her own right. Right. You know, and she's got two little girls. And I know that there was a run in with some paparazzi in Calabasas shortly after his passing. She doesn't want to deal with that stuff. Um, you know, and she was part of the LA Memorial. Uh, you know, she's instrumental in putting it together in LA and just some other things that she's been kind of been doing behind the scenes. And they're going to be doing this uh, Purple Rain screening August 29th, the Motion Picture Academy. September, September? August 29th. It is August 29th. That's yeah. Right. And she helped put that together. And now you're going to have Jerome Benton there. You're going to have Jill Jones there. You have Albert Magnoli. No, they reached out to other people that may or may not be included. We'll see. So she's been trying to do a lot. And then what happens yesterday? Hmm. That judge... He orders uh, to unseal the divorce records. And um, again. Did he give any reason at all? Nope. Just said he's going to do it and they have 30 days to say what they may or may not want shown. Look, dude. Can she appeal? I don't know if they can appeal. I know that this is probably taking a pretty huge toll on her because she's been trying to do a lot behind the scenes, you know, and it's just taking a lot out of her. And. But I, what I do think is, is that, you know, and I'm sorry if she listens to this or whatever. I think that you got to understand the the time of their divorce, like they were away from each other. Like he was at the house in L.A. and she was in Toronto or Minnesota. They weren't really seeing each other at all. Uh, she couldn't get in contact with him or, or stuff like that. Um, and she had to be the one to file divorce on him. You know, it was served right after he did American Idol and right before he did these Empire Ballroom shows on Memorial Day weekend. So it's kind of like, and at that same time, the 3121 house, the lease expired on it and they needed to get stuff out of the house that weekend. So there's a lot going on. Wow. You know, I remember all this stuff, but that's just how it's, how it is and how it's supposed to be. But I'm sure that out of anger and out of frustration, there's certain things that she may have said in the documents that put Prince in a bad light. And there's probably some things that put her in a bad light the way that it was worded. And I'm sure there's just stuff that they wanted to keep private, you know, like, look, he tried to have kids with his first wife. And, um, unfortunately there's something that was called the Pfeiffer syndrome that kind of, um, made it hard for them to have kids. Um, they're not bugging my tape out and they better not be bugging her about it, but it could either be carried by Prince or by my tape. There could be something in there that says that, she, you know, one of the reasons that Manuela wanted to divorce him was that they couldn't have kids together. You know, it, there also could have been some other things that she said, like I said, harshly out of anger, that put him into a bad light. This has nothing to do with the will. All it has to do is they're trying to portray Prince in a bad light. Plain and simple, straight up. I'm not going to get into what it is they're certainly looking for. There are some people on the Facebook fan page that kind of put it out there. I'm not going to say anything. All they're trying to do is put him in a bad light. And this is, again, his hometown newspaper where the world is grieving over this artist still the hometown newspaper is trying to get dirt on him whether it's for a new book by john bream or other people that are doing it it all it is is they're trying to put him in a bad light they're trying to find something in the past that portrays him in a certain way and that's all they're doing it is nothing it has nothing to do with the estate nothing to do with the will or why would manuela be fighting it because that means she gets ownership of it people are like that no and look she would want to control it because She's a business person mm-hmm. and she'd be on knowing how to do stuff kind of correctly. And there may not be people in the right way. I'm not saying what she's doing is right, but again, she's still alive. Her privacy is at risk and it could portray her in a bad light to where a lot of the goodwill that she's done is out the window because of anger or phrasing from a decade ago or right. whatever, how many years ago it was eight years or so 11 years, 11 has it been that no, long? Well, 2006, yeah, 10, ten years, years ago. and then it kind of was made finalized by the end of the year. They had, there was a court testimony. They they interviewed Tamar Davis, a few other things. So, um, you know, it's it's just 
it's just frustrating because, like I said, it has nothing to do with the estate or the will. Well, and the part that really gets me that I think is kind of uh, petty, not, I don't know if the petty is the right word, but he's not here to defend himself. They never would have pulled this if he was alive. Right. Never. And that's what's so frustrating. But again, Chris, his right to privacy died when he died. Yeah. Isn't that the most pathetic, just cruel? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just way of going about it. Yeah. And just, and again, this is the lawyer for the Star Tribune, his hometown newspaper. This is who they decided to defend them or represent him. And that's the word that was used. His right to privacy died when he died. Hometown newspaper, not TMZ, not the Inquirer, not the Sun, the Star Tribune, a newspaper that is legitimate. It's like your LA Times or New York Times right. for it, the big areas. Yeah. Just trying poor to sell taste, newspapers. Man. Yeah. And then they'll be talking about the Minnesota State Fair or hey, the revolution's going on. Like, you know, like when they did one bad article after he passed in April that Bream was associated with, uh, Chris hit me up like, hey man, can you put out this article to show that we're all not so negative about him and why are they going negative, by the way? Is it, is it to sell more papers, to get more attention? Is it, it to get more clicks? It's got to be. It's just got to be marketing where they're just trying to drum up clicks and, and newspapers because it doesn't make any sense. And put him in a bad light. Yeah. Why? Because... Why go from that angle? Dude, like he had way more mad love and respect than I he ever thought he was going to get. And they're trying to change history. It's just kind of like how MTV, when they didn't play him in the 90s, and they didn't play him in the year in the early 2000s where they kind of changed everything and said, oh, it's just Michael Jackson's uh, uh, Billie Jean video. That was the first artist to break, black artist to break on MTV. When technically the exact same day that Michael Jackson's beat it getting, got started getting played on MTV, also Prince's Little Red Corvette was played. Mm-hmm. But again, MTV and other people, because they didn't like dealing with Prince because of how difficult he was we're changing history. And I just kind of feel like the Tribune doesn't like that Prince is getting this goodwill. Like, look, Bream had battles with Prince before that were decades long. And of course, uh, CJ BJB who works for the Tribune and would write, but that was their, that was their gossip colonist person. CJ, wait, that sounds familiar. Oh, have I heard that in a Prince song somewhere? BJB, <laughs> Billy Jack, yeah, CJ. Um, but but that's you're allowed to have a gossip column in a, in a newspaper like that. But when you turn into a gossip magazine yourself, there's an issue. And he's not here to defend himself. Well, I'm gonna do it. The right. main thing is Manuel is gonna do it. You're gonna do it. Real, there's gonna be other people as well. well. Yeah. But now it comes to it is now we have to prepare for what's going to happen hope to find out what's in the papers beforehand kind of brace everyone for it's when it comes out the backlash isn't that hard on him and on her because again i'm sure you're married to someone for five years you're in love with them for a lot longer and then the communication just stops yeah and that's just how Prince is. But I'm sure that there's some anger towards there. You know, I mean, come on. Like people were always, you know, even my take yourself like, I was a good wife, you know. So there's 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 some stuff in there. Look, Manuel is, Manuel is feisty. You know, like I've, I've yeah. seen it before. I understand. It. I'd see her at like Nico's shows and whatnot. But she knew what side I was always on. She knew I always had Prince's back. So we never would really talk about Prince during that time afterwards. You know, of course, now with everything that's happened, there's all these people that really cared for him. And now that changes everything. Because, again, like I said, she was trying to reach out towards him at the end. You know, all right, we dwelt on this a lot. Basically, just letting it be known, because I see some people that just get it twisted. The newspaper requested this, not the court, not the cops, nothing to do with the estate. They're trying to look for something that's going to put him in a bad light. And we got to do what we can to make sure it doesn't happen. Because is it going to bring him back? No. Is it going to get the estate settled? No. It isn't.
Does it find a will? Nope. And should we care about it anymore? Nope. nope. Let's move on. <laughs> I like it. Now, some questions I had kind of like on uh, social media. They brought up like why I brought up the whole uh, Justin Timberlake beef or whatnot. Or he was constantly challenging himself. And Prince was a walking contradiction, you know, of stuff. So one time at... Uh, the Emmys 2006 party that ET that he got that ET through and he performed at, he said, "Whoever said they're bringing sexy back, sexy never left." Yeah, that was and great. Justin kind of got upset. What's funny was at the time, and this is again rewriting history, he had these MTV specials for the Future Love se- Future Love Sex Sounds album. Future sex love sounds. Excuse me for that. Something like that. No, that's it. (laughs) And he said that a lot of, uh, they listened to a lot of Bowie and Prince while recording it, which is pretty obvious. Yeah, especially there's one that sounds like it's got the Lynn drum machine and the hand claps and all that. Sexy body, sexy body. Walk that body, walk that body. Sexy dancer, sexy dancer. Ah. Walk that body, walk that body. (laughs) Anyway, so... But all of a sudden, that special went away, and Justin stopped bringing up in interviews that Prince is the influence of it. And you know, Justin kind of made a little comment that I, you know, I was, I, you know, you know, you brought up the whole comment of "sexy back, sexy never left" because you're just mad because I thought of it, and I was trying to look for you at the top of the charts, but I didn't see you there. Let's keep in mind that thirty one twenty one did hit number one earlier that year, but. You know, it's just how Prince was. He was a walking contradiction. There was just, and Timberlake was a big fan. But at the same time, if you remember, excuse me for that, he went to the Golden Globes. Well, he was on his way from the Vegas. He was doing Vegas shows. Um, This was in 2007. It was kind of still after it. Um. He was talked into going to the Golden Globes because they let him know beforehand that he was going to win for Song of the Heart. So he tried to get there. And there was kind of high winds from Vegas and a little bit of traffic. And of course, for best song, it was the first award of the night. Oh, no. And they looked for him. It was Justin presenting. They looked for Prince. He won. And then Justin kind of made himself short on purpose and said, I'd like to accept this award on Prince's behalf. Oh no, he did it. And the crowd laughed. Oh no. So I texted his assistant. Uh, They already gave out the award and Justin was the one presenting it. And I go, and he kind of clowned Prince. And um, she asked, what did he do? I'm like, he bent down and said, I'd like to accept the award on his behalf. She's like, that jerk, he's always begging to go to the parties and him and Cameron Diaz just broke up. I should be inviting her at every single one now to make him uncomfortable. <laughs> they were so upset, but the uh, Prince still went and, you know, he brought Renato with him. He didn't have a date. He wore this kind of like green outfit. Then when he arrived, Hugh Grant was on stage and they allowed Prince to have his moment and bow, you know, for being there. And then at the after party, who shows up? It's Grupo, Grupo Fantasma was playing, by the way. And it's at a hotel suite. Who shows up but Justin? Of so I, you know, it was Ruth. Uh, and um, the bar that's the other bodyguard at the time was Raul. She had Raul kind of pull Justin to the side and said, don't ever do that again. That how can you disrespect him that way? You know, who cares about the whole sexy back comment, whatever. Um, like, I will make sure that Cameron is at every single party from now on. If you do that, <laughs> she really did say that. And he, he apologized. And let's keep in mind. I could just see Justin be like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> just, he's he's okay. just like, I didn't yes, mean sir. anything by it. Yeah, I'm but, sure. I'm sure. But that's it. It's like, Justin, you know, I've seen it before. Kind of like if you take jabs at Justin, he hits with a knockout. I'm kind of the same way. So, but that was it. But Prince is a walking contradiction and stuff. Like, look at it. He was had he was so against YouTube. But how did he find Third Eye Girl? Oh, yeah, YouTube, YouTube. Isn't that funny? Hannah. I thought the internet was Donna. Dead. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Oh, 
on the internet wasn't dead. Yeah, that's he is a it. walking contradiction. He's his whole career is a walking contradiction. But then, but we're cool with that, and that's what you have to understand. And that's how I know when people aren't true fans when they're leaving stuff like that on the Twitter or the Facebook fan page. I'm like, yeah, you everything you just said. I'm like, you just started following me, and your first post was the beginning of August. I'm like. Yeah, you can say whatever you want, but if you didn't know, that's how Prince was, and that's how he just took it. Like he'd make these comments about the internet and was using Twitter and Instagram and <laughs> right. you know YouTube. Don't put my videos on YouTube, but <laughs> let me find other talent on there. Right. I'm like, look, it's it's funny. We're not making we're not making fun of it. But that's just how he was, you know. Like I remember um, Housequake.com. They would have their own little video section of it. Like he would supposedly not like it, but he would tell band members and other stuff like, hey, check out this video. You know, uh, that's funny. See, just that's how he was. Ah, uh, all right. Let's take a break and get a little bit funky. We're going to drop a new artist on you. Um, and I'm loving this. And of course, the, the quote I used for this, they're now using it to promote the single. So I really appreciate her record label doing that. This is um, Miss Steal Your Girl 2016 with Wild One. Yeesh. Hit it. Dr. Funk Podcast. Take my shine, yeah, she's up for you My ego is burning, I'll show you that I don't really care what the mothers think Cause I know what you do I've been on my own for way too long now And I seem to misbehave So I hope that you can't take this while I'm the wild one, I'm the wild one And I know that you're a little bit too So what are we gonna do, darling? It's just me Chicken dinner, babe Wild One by Yeish. If you guys haven't seen the video, you got to see the video. That's why I said it's Miss Still Your Girl 2016. Ooh, Chris, what do you was, think of that video? Well, that was a really nice video, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, clean. That, wow. No, that was hot. <laughs> that was hot. I, I, I learned a couple tips, I think, from her. <laughs> wow. Speaking of nice, Lord. speaking of hot, Andy Allo, 
yes. finished her run at the Hotel Cafe last week. Four she, weeks. That was awesome. She finally did our request and a lot of fans' request doing a full version of We Can Love, which we recorded, but we're the nice guys. So we asked her if we can put it on the show, and she's kind of thinking about it, which yeah. I think we got to send her an audio copy. Right, and let then, her know how good it sounds. Right. Then maybe she'll be a little bit more comfortable with it. Um, but I'll tell you what. There were a lot of uh, not-so-dry eyes in the uh, in the audience. I saw a few people audibly moved by that performance reflection uh no yeah maybe 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 it got a little allergenic in there but no i a few of my friends i I looked around and yeah we were all pretty choked up it was it was emotional she did an amazing job it was cool and then the week before she performed in the other room which i've never been inside a hotel cafe the um, the sound was so amazing in there i like said or afterwards like got to kind of do like a live record and the way that the sound, how it was, the place was, you know, it's room for sound and just the way it bounced was better than the bigger room. It did. It did sound so, completely different. That was great too. I yeah. really liked all the shows. And if anybody is in the LA area, the hotel cafe, that's a great place to see anybody. They have tons of groups every, every night probably. Dude, like Katy Perry used to started there and some really? of the acts and sometimes Smashing Pumpkins has played there before oh, and God. other big acts. Wow. Like, just crazy. I just love that they're kind of, they used to have this like no camera policy and then labels would invite me to see acts there and I need to have the audio. I need to have the video, not just in my mind when I'm doing stuff or posting because I want to have it reflect for the blog and for everything else just to show what I'm seeing, what I'm talking about with it. And they'd like to have me on the shoulder, like no cameras. I'd be like, oh. and then the whole thing is, is that they would be giving me fo- photo passes or video passes and they'd be saying this. I can't say in the middle of filming, hey, you know. Right. So it just was kind of frustrating. She's playing the Mint in September, right? Yeah, we asked her uh, when she's going to be playing next and she'll be, it's a Friday night too, which is great. Hallelujah. No more Tuesday nights. It's, it's a weekend night. It's a Mint. 9 p.m. show though, right? Because there's enough time in traffic, I think. Yeah, hallelujah. I don't know what time she goes on. I hope but, if it's at seven, you're screwed. You got <laughs> to leave at three in the right, LA traffic. Right. No, Especially that, now the kids are back in school. Ugh. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's rough. Uh, I'm really excited to see that. Definitely going to do that. I'm off that day. So uh, I'll, I'll make sure to get down there and, and save you a seat. Okay. I'm going to be rolling with you. What are you talking about? <laughs> dork. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I can't wait to see her. So go see her support her. She's a great musician, songwriter. She played some new music last week for us too. Yeah. Which was great to hear. Some uh, some great stuff. I like the direction she's going. The another thing that's happening, and I may ride with you if I can be towards the back away from video cameras, something that you're very excited about because they're one of the best tribute cover bands when he was around and now that's he's right. not. Um, and it's the second time they've been invited on. It's like the world's greatest tribute band. Right. Purple Rain. Yeah. R-E-I-G-N. From, from Las Vegas. From Las Vegas, my homies, yeah. I went to college out there, and you know, I may or may not have, back in the day, been the only one on the dance floor, you know, <laughs> dancing to get off, you know, in little bars before they got big. You know, now Board they're the big boardwalk, time. Yeah. yeah, now they're big time. But um, yeah, I've seen them. My 40th birthday party was there. I've spent New Year's Eve with them a couple times. They're awesome. They're awesome. And they play all the songs, not just the clean songs like the real Prince. They play head. head. They play P control. Yeah. That won't be on the TV no. one. But I remember when the TV one was going off the air last time, they start going into sexy MF. Ah. So after the TV portion ends, you, you will get some, some of the dirty cool. stuff. And that's going to be on access channel. Uh, go to access.tv to see what channel it's on. And everyone can see it except for time Warner except customers. For- Cause you guys get revolt. <laughs> Raise our hand if we get Time Warner. Yeah, I have Time Warner. Oh, no, you don't have Time Warner, do you? I have direct okay, so to the I'll TV. To, I'll have to come to, to your place to watch plug, it. Oh, plug, plug, plug. And it's going to be live. That was cool. I didn't yeah. realize until I read a little bit closer. They're going to be doing it live, so yeah. it'll be that day. I'm yeah. glad that Access is still around, I must say, so I'm kind of glad that they're doing it just for that it's a great standpoint is just because it's Mark Cuban's channel and mm. just keep politics out of it, Mark. Yeah. Um, but it should be a blast. It should be a good time. And it's free tickets. If you're in the LA area, make sure to go online. Uh, it's through Eventbrite. You can you can f- search for it. 
and uh, you'll get your tickets. I was able to get a couple tickets, so so do it. Are you putting the invite out for people? Watch yeah, out come now. On, let's go. Let's go have some fun. It is a Wednesday. It's kind of a like fun seven o'clock sharp. So no, there's a word. Yeah, and it's sharp because it is live TV. Live TV doors open at six and uh, seven o'clock. Yeah. September 14th, Wednesday. And another thing I see people hitting me up on Twitter about the tribute concert. We have no info yet. I know that I saw a few tweets. I, um, I do think that it's pretty plausible that third eye girl could perform there. Um, because they have stopped this train. That's Hannah and Josh. It could do something to that. They haven't done already. And they have, um, white caps, which is just them without Prince, which they did. And they could do live out loud. Plus of course, you're not going to have, you're going to have Donna and guitar. You'll need someone else, but plectrum electrum. Yeah. So they've got tons of stuff that they could do. Um, there's just some, a little bit of drama going on behind the scenes. I don't really want to get into it, but we're less than 50 days now, right around from this being recorded. And not one ticket has been sold. Yeah. They have merch, obviously, from what we saw at the memorial that they're probably going to be working on. But we have no acts announced. We have no tickets on sale yet. Urgh. And that's a big football stadium. Yeah, they need they need some time to sell some tickets. That's crazy. But they want to go with the whole mindset, like, little, little by little, they're, annou- they're announced people. But they haven't even announced when tickets are going to go on sale, at least for that. Yeah. That's kind of... Um, you need to get that going soon. Because people, I mean, this is this potentially could be a worldwide thing. This is where the fans are going to come to Minneapolis. But did they not? Maybe this has to do with the TV deal, other stuff with them trying to get the big names that we discussed, to Bruno Mars, Lady Gaga, etc. Right. So, you know, hopefully they get their act together because I, I, it'd be neat. I know there's a lot of fans, Europe especially, they're not getting these official tributes. So mm. I know a lot of fans that'll fly over. To Minneapolis for an official. But they want to know they need who's to know. performing. They need to know who's performing. They need to know. They need time. They need to buy flights and hotels and all that. And people that are from Minneapolis, they want they want the true Prince people. They sure. want the MPG bands. They want all this stuff. But just remember, if you do not include one person that was detrimental detrimental on stuff or instrumental on stuff as well, you are going to get people that don't want to be involved then you have a start a backlash of other people that are being forced not to do it as well so you got to be really careful of that and to include everything and it's just weird because now you have britney spears in that hot video that she just put out the twins were in that video by the way um the twins like the, the twin, twins the twins princess twins princess dancers yeah the australian girls. super bowl oh i didn't Maya know that. and andy yeah i didn't notice it my and Andy are in it. Sorry. Britney Spears is performing. I use the word performing loosely <laughs> at the MTV Video Music Awards. Britney's looking great. Her body is in shape. She's yeah, good for good. her. I just wonder if the twins will be her backup dancers for it. They've still been kind of like they're in Nebraska or whatever. Oh, that would be cool. Still. So we'll see if that happens. I don't think they've really like done any choreography um lot for live dancing aside from with prince i know they've done other videos um that's some other stuff that's going on and speaking of the mtv video music awards um that you have rihanna getting the video vanguard award bitch better have my money (laughs) i'm trying to think of the videos that umbrella was kind of cool in her career but she's getting the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. Huh. Yeah. I, they're running out of people to give awards to? And they haven't announced that there's going to be a Prince tribute. Maybe maybe they just shouldn't do it. Just uh, let it go. Yeah. Lay back and let the vibe just flow. Just re-air some Prince clips instead. Um, and we don't know yet. We've heard about Bruno Mars in this Vegas run. It's only been in the sun, though. And again, it's a tabloid, but there's rumors that he's going to be having his own show in Vegas, which is just interesting because it just seems like it's the artists that haven't had a hit in a while performing in Vegas. Mariah Carey, Jennifer Lopez. Obviously, you have the older acts like Celine Dion and Elton John who don't need to have hits anymore that are doing it. So with Bruno, he'd be kind of one of the younger acts doing it. And 
the money to me just doesn't add up yet from what I've seen. But. Yeah, that was a lot of money, right? Because I didn't think. Uh, I mean, would they say it was? It was pretty ridiculous. It's like seven hundred thousand a night, which is pretty good for him. But uh, compared to the other millions that Mariah and them are making, and Bruno's still a hot commodity, it makes no sense for him to freaking pony up and stay in Vegas. It makes no sense. But um, think of it from his point of view. Don't have to hit the road. You get to hang out in Vegas. Vegas hasn't exactly been so great to him. He was busted for cocaine back in the day, and he's been clean for several years. Sometimes you want to be around that atmosphere. True. So true. You know, Bruno's a great talent. You just gotta careful, careful with the chain smoking, man, because that will screw up your voice. We don't want you to be like Rod Stewart and Lionel, to where you can't hit those notes anymore. <laughs> Another thing is, is that. Adele said that the NFL asked her to do the Super Bowl. When I heard this last week, I'm like, the NFL <laughs> just does not know their audience because Adele doesn't dance. She stands right in the middle. Like, it's just different. And Adele said that she turned them down. And the NFL was like, no, no, we didn't. We didn't, we didn't ask <laughs> you to do it. I think that they're kind of embarrassed because it's happening a lot. Taylor Swift was supposed to do the Super Bowl last year, not Coldplay. But Taylor didn't want to look like she was following Katy Perry with her little feud. So that wasn't done. I'm just wondering who else they've asked, you know, right. to do it. I mean, Adele right. really, I'm like, look, Adele doesn't seem to fit Super Bowl at all. I maybe, mean, not that it, it has anything to do with one or the other, but Adele's huge right now. Adele she, is who sings the, in the national anthem. Agreed. The Absolutely. She should do the star spangled yeah. banner. I agree. It's, it's yeah. not, it's not that right. Look, and like Tony, Tony Kornheiser from part of the introduction, speaking of Bruno Mars, he said, if Bruno Mars was the Super Bowl act for the next 10 years, I'd be happy. Right. He is a performer. That's what you want at the Super Bowl. Not a crooner like Adele. But who do you get now? Do you yeah. get Guns N' Roses who've been on a comeback tour and are, um, you know, playing football stadiums? Yeah. Right. Someone said Kanye West, and he's too dangerous for the NFL to no put way. a live mic on because he just no doesn't way. care. And then you'll have Kim <laughs> Kardashian coming out in the buttless Prince pants, and none of us <laughs> wants to see that. If it ends them, maybe. But Kanye, no. Even Eminem's not safe, dude, yeah. even though he did like a tour with Rihanna. So who's left? You know, unless you go, you know, like you said, Guns N' Roses, these old rock acts that are going to just... Well, they, they try to get away from that after yeah. a while. Do you go with Green Day, who's got a new album coming out in October? They're still... But do they have American a big enough Indian? audience for Super Bowl? Why not the Foo Fighters? I love that, but I don't you think... You they're kind happen. of on a break right now. Right. Yeah. But there's a lot of acts that they can choose from. It just... It makes me think that the NFL just, just doesn't know their audience anymore. I mean... You had Madonna, and that was great for what it was, but it wasn't on the same level as, you know, and I had, I remember there was people like Prince, Super Bowl, before he performed it, and there was like journalists, they're like, oh my God, really? And then he killed it because he knew his Super Bowl audience. Yeah. Maybe Adele would do the same thing, but, sure. you know, he did, you know, he did, you know, Proud Mary, he added Best You by the Foo Fighters. He's like, I'm not just going to take from my catalog, I'm going to do songs that would be great for football games and that football fans would like. And he stayed neutral in the outfit that he chose, mm -hmm. um, you know, because of it being at the Miami Dolphins Stadium wearing the, the, the little teal and the orange. And we're going to get into that. Like when, when the Super Bowl gets closer, we got special Super Bowl stories to tell. Um, there's always stories that I have to share with you guys on it. But Adele and the NFL – I mean, they rhyme, but it doesn't mean they go together. <laughs> but you know what? I was really impressed. I'm not a huge Coldplay fan, but I thought what they did with the Super Bowl, they really maximized what Coldplay could bring. It was very visual. I thought they did a great job. So as someone that's not a Coldplay fan, I actually enjoyed it. So you know, who knows what they could do with Adele? If, if they Bruno can make Mars emotional. and Beyonce didn't come out. Coldplay would have died on their own. <laughs> well, you forget that he yeah, tried to true. he tried to do a little bit of cover of Purple Rain at that Super Bowl. And that, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. 
I take that back. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they could get Usher, who hasn't Ooh. had a hit in a while, but yeah. I think they would get a few acts gelled together. And we all saw when they used to try to do that. I mean, this is the first time last year they did it with Beyonce, Coldplay, and Bruno Mars since Justin and Janet and Aerosmith and the whole Nipplegate thing. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I'm just glad football season's coming, but geez, like they do not know what they're doing anymore when it comes to musical acts. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Didn't don't they usually announce it by now though? See what's interesting. I remember is when it, Prince came in. Wasn't it way earlier in the year, like June ish, nope. July? No, nope. I thought it was really early. It was like it six was months. talked about and signed, and then they announced it in November. And I was coming back from one of the thirty-one twenty-one Vegas shows, and it aired during the morning game. But we knew that that he had signed a deal, right? But there was no formal announcement right. until that commercial hit that showed these executives trying to tell Prince what they should what he should do for the Super Bowl, and then he freaking he walks away from the desk, the chair spins, and there's him with the guitar and Raul opening up the gate for him. Um, that was it. And then last year or two years before they made a big deal about it, about because the Super Bowl was on Fox that year and that, Oh, we're going to announce the Super Bowl performer this Sunday. And of course, at least on Friday, that's going to be Bruno Mars. And he did show up and perform at their outside in their studios in LA for, for the announcement. It just seems like they've been doing it the first week of the NFL and it didn't used to get announced till a month or two before it, regardless of it was done. And like I said, we have stories of how, can't wait for it, for how the Prince Super Bowl deal happened and how the Rolling Stones played into that and a few other things. And I'd love to tell you guys that. But um, for the time being, that's what we're dealing with. We still have less than a month before football games. I know people are like, oh, football, blah. But hey, at least you don't have to worry about getting Adele at, uh, <laughs> at Super the Super Bowl. Bowl. You know, for your Super Bowl party and get your chips, your salsa, your cheese, and Adele. Not going to happen this time. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, well, I think we kind of covered stuff up. Last thing I want to touch is it kind of sucks. Uh, Jay Farrell, is, uh, he had a year left on his contract with Saturday Night Live along with um, another guy who's escaping me right now. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Kieran? No. What's the name? You're right on it. Yeah. But... Pharaoh would play Obama. Yep. And uh, as Ironic far as timing. I remember, um, Obama's not out of the White House till January, and your season kind of starts October. Um, <laughs> just kind of really like Taryn Killam and Jay Farrell and John Rudinsky are not uh, coming back. They were let go. They still had money. They still, excuse me, they still had a year left on their contracts and they weren't let go. Pharaoh hasn't said anything too much about that. Yeah, they haven't really and come out and said anything publicly yet, have they? Maybe they're not allowed to. Taryn has, saying that he was kind of surprised. Oh. You know, Pharaoh hasn't too much. Pharaoh just probably doesn't want to upset the powers that be. And how can we forget this? In October, what's the date we're looking at now? October 4th. You're having the Prince movie collection come out. On Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Graffiti Bridge on Blu-ray. And Under the Cherry Moon. Oh, yeah, that too. And it has the Purple Rain Blu-ray, which has already coexisted, not coexisted, but existed in the Blu-ray format with all the anniversary special. It's on the 20th anniversary. Um, but not in a purple case. No, the case is a little bit different. It's cool. You got to admit you know. that the, the, the picture they got for the box set is pretty dope. Yeah, for the end of the cherry moon color cover, color, color picture. Shot. Yeah. So um so sweet. That's going on. It's twenty four ninety five. Now people that were asking oh, yeah. why Sign of the Times is not included, when Sign of the Times was distributed in nineteen eighty seven, it was not through Warner Brothers, it was through an outside company, MCA Universal. MCA is no longer in existence. That's why you have certain um companies from Japan or whatever that have the rights to the Blu ray while Warner Brothers does not. Same with Princeton Revolution Syracuse. It was released through, I believe, a distribution deal along with Warner Home Video, but Warner did not have the rights to that, and it's not a movie collection. But yes, Sign of the Times was in theaters. The thing is, that's not a Warner movie, so it cannot be included in the movie collection. Which is such a bummer. Why wouldn't they go after it and just try to get the rights for it so they can package all these movies together? 
No idea. Or maybe the other company just won't do it. And kind of along the same lines, I know it's a little different because it was just home video released, but mm-hmm. Prince of the Revolution Live. That's what we were just talking about, the Syracuse show. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. So, yeah, it's just um, it's the same thing for 85, that Live Revolution show. It was just, they had a distribution deal, but it wasn't the company that owned the product. So that's why it's not out. Maybe we'll see in the future. I mean, they were able, because it was Warner Reprise that released the Diamonds of Pearls video collection. They did put it on DVD. A few years ago, along when Under the Cherry Moon and Graffiti Bridge came out, probably in uh, 2006. But really? it's just great to have Under the Cherry Moon. It may not be the color version, and, and same with Graffiti Bridge, it may not be the extended extras or stuff that was cut out, but at least it's on Blu ray, which right. is great. And the cool thing that I love about Graffiti Bridge were the visuals. I like the that wasn't most of it uh, filmed at Paisley Park, too. Yes. So it's kind of cool. You know, it's just one of those things. So tell me again why uh, when Levi and whatnot were at the Times Club and they saw they saw Aura and then they ran to Prince. It was on the Paisley Park soundstage. Why were they out of breath? <laughs> Yo, man, she too fine. No, she too fine, huh? She, she three, three fine. fine. <laughs> right? Okay, there. It's a big soundstage, man. You know, and they were running fast. <laughs> I split my pants at that soundstage before, but that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's a different anyway, kind of musicology. I'm excited about the the box set. I'm hoping mm. that we get an advanced copy and maybe we can have a, have a little local uh, viewing party. Speaking of parties, what? the boat party. What? That was a lot of fun in get the Bay the Area. Boat. Props to the, San, the, to the Purple Funk SF. Thank yeah, you. For handling it. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell awesome. you something. Like during Housequake, that boat really was, it was rocking. rocking. <laughs> like, wow, I thought we were going to like capsize at one point. There was Woo! a couple of times I had to hold on to the uh, to the rafters to make sure I didn't fall over. Yeah, was, we were literally swinging from the rafters. That was, was so much crazy. Fun. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, great. They did a great job with it. The boat was right size. It wasn't too big, wasn't too small, right? Mm-hmm. The dance floors, multiple, upstairs mm-hmm. and downstairs were both packed all night. I yeah, think, I think the bartender was uh, busy. The poster designs oh, were awesome. The posters, plural. Yes, I mean they went so f- above and beyond. Free T-shirts. I mean, it was just what a classy, classy job they I did. I believe um, Manya Manya made um, those poster designs. Some of them. Also, they had really cool T-shirts for giveaways. Yeah, awesome um, job. Just great job, Manya. They really did really, really well. And not only that, like to end my week. Kind of rub it, rub salt in the wounds a little bit. Like for Sunday, I went to go see Batman the 1989 version on the big screen. Oh, so that's so cool. We got to see uh, Prince's like name on the screen. And I haven't seen that movie on the big screen in a long time. And um, Party Man, and a few other, How you fun. know, State to the End because Scandalous was playing. It was cool. <laughs> Did you so, wait to the end of the credits so you can hear the whole song? See, they don't play the whole song because credits, credits back then aren't as long as credits are today. So. You know, but it was a lot of fun. Probably will be back in the Bay Area for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, San Francisco 49ers game, October 2nd. We'll see what happens with that. But thank you guys so much for listening to our show. Much love. Thanks to Chris. You're welcome. Thank you guys. Thanks, man. We're going to end it with our girl, Ida, who has a new album coming out soon. We're going to be having more tracks from her. This is Heart of Stone, correct? Yep. That's how we're rolling now. This is the new single. Thank you so much, y'all. Keep it funky. Much love. Peter, take us out.
chance of being misunderstood. Freeze them better think twice cause you might end up flat squeezed in an old place. 